If you want to know how to create like the grades, let's break it down. Finding a service solution that helps you better connect with your customers and keep them happy can feel impossible. It's kind of like trying to remember the name of the guy that you just met at a networking event. Was it Ron? Was it Don? Was it John or Sean? Who knows, right? It's like that kind of impossible. HubSpot's all new service hub can help. Well, with the service solution program, at least. It brings service and success together in one powerful platform for the first time ever. With an AI-powered help desk and an AI chatbot that helps handle frontline tickets fast. Plus, it comes with a customer success workspace that helps your reps anticipate customers' needs. And a full 360 view of every customer so you can go to market and your go-to-market team can have a pulse on the accounts before you try to upsell or cross-sell. Also, you can scale, support, drive retention, and revenue. And you know what that means. Better service, happier customers at every single stage of the journey. Visit HubSpot.com service to do more with your customers today. I'm Ross Simmons, the host of Create Like the Greats and the CEO of Foundation, one of the top content marketing firms in the world with some of the biggest names in software as our clients. On this segment of the show, what we call journal entries, I take you behind the scenes into my world. In my journal entries, I share what's going on in my world, my career, my life overall, and give you a glimpse into the things that I'm building, I'm working on, and the projects that are currently underway at Foundation or the side project that I just decided to spin up. The goal here is quite simple. Pull back the curtain on what it means to be an entrepreneur and how I juggle it all. One thing that I talk often about on these podcast episodes is the intersection between technology and content. And that is exactly where I want to get started today. I want to talk about the content and integration of technology and that worlds, these two worlds combining and what it means for all of us. Let's dive in. Discover the foolproof method for creating a powerful marketing strategy in just six essential steps. I'm Ross, an experienced marketing strategist dedicated to assisting ambitious marketers and founders in regaining control over their marketing efforts. Today, I will share the precise steps that we employ for our clients every day, enabling you to craft an effective marketing strategy independently. Step one, conduct a thorough marketing audit. Fear not as this process is far simpler than it sounds. Evaluate your current marketing initiatives and meticulously document every aspect of your efforts. Analyze the frequency of your posts on various channels, the platforms you employ, the content you share, and the messages you convey. This honest appraisal forms the foundation for building your comprehensive marketing strategy. Step two, set clear objectives. A critical step often overlooked by many. Define concrete and measurable objectives that your marketing endeavors should accomplish. Ensure your goals are smart, specific, measurable, actionable, realistic, and time-bound. These well-defined objectives will enable you to gauge the effectiveness of your new marketing activities within the strategy. Step three, develop target audience personas. Fear not the term personas. They are merely profiles of your ideal clients or customers. Create these profiles with precision, incorporating demographic information like age and location, as well as crucial insights into their pain points, occupations, habits, and preferred channels. This channel market fit guides the subsequent steps of your marketing strategy. Step four, craft compelling key messages. Clearly articulate what you want to convey and how your solutions address the challenges faced by your target personas. 
While these messages are not set in stone, compile a list of up to 10 key messages to serve as a guiding framework for your marketing efforts during the strategy implementation stage. Step five, channel planning plus discovery. Lay out a comprehensive plan specifying the channels you intend to leverage to reach your identified customer base. Consider digital platforms like TikTok, Instagram, LinkedIn, as well as essential channels such as email, blogs, websites, and even offline marketing if relevant to your business. Tools like SparkToro and Audience are great for doing this type of work. Step six, resource allocation. Often an overlooked but absolutely vital aspect. Analyze your available resources in terms of time, money, and skills. Identify any gaps and strategize on how to address them or adjust your marketing plan accordingly. Align your resources with your initial objectives to ensure the successful implementation of your marketing strategy. Now equipped with these six indispensable steps, you possess the tools to create a powerful marketing strategy. Remember to save this valuable insight as a reminder and follow for more expert marketing tips. Take charge of your marketing destiny today. Want more content like this? Smash that subscribe button and I'll see you on the internet. All right, some of you might have picked up on it. That wasn't actually, it wasn't my voice. Yes, I did the intro, but after I said, let's dive into it, it transitioned to a complete AI, an AI that was created through Eleven Labs. Eleven Labs is a voice AI research and deployment company that I essentially use to create that portion of this episode. Now you might be thinking, okay, that's kind of weird. It is. But here's what I want you to understand about this technology. I was able to take a handful of episodes directly from Create Like the Greats and upload all of the audio clips that totaled, I think, somewhere around three hours of footage. And I added those to this site called Eleven Labs. Upon uploading it, it did a analysis of my voice. It listened to it. It looked at trends in the way that I say certain things. It tried to find ways that my accent might show up, how I say oat, how I say a boat, all those different things. It found all of that and it put together that voice as a replication of me. It tried to create a realistic, versatile, contextually aware audio clip of my voice. So when I am getting excited in the text, when I'm less excited in the text, whatever was happening, it would try to essentially articulate that on my behalf. It tried to pick up the little things that I would say with my voice. It would try to pick up on the nuances, the rise of tone, the delay of tone, the stutters, the steps, all of these different things. Now, here's where I believe it gets really interesting. And this is why I wanted to bring this episode to life. The future is brighter than even what you just heard. Because what you just heard is an initial version of my voice. What Eleven Labs does is they actually will take even more hours of footage from my voice and they will work on and develop using their technology a true and much more robust AI version of me. It isn't ready yet, but as soon as it does go live, I will share that with you, I'm sure. But the technology is going to improve and ultimately the voice that I'm able to use to create automated text and automated voice is going to be possible through this technology. Now, some of you might think this is weird, it's crazy, it's scary, it's intimidating, and all of those fears and all of those beliefs are fair. They're accurate. We are going through a time where within the matter of just a few minutes, I can take any copy from any website, upload it to this site, and within the matter of seconds, receive 
a voice that sounds somewhat close to my own, saying those words, articulating those words and saying a message that I might not even approve. If you haven't already heard it, there's a ton of these that are happening and springing up in various parts of the internet. People are taking old voice clips and audio clips of the notorious B.I.G., John Lennon, and a whole bunch of other artists who are no longer with us, and putting them against modern lyrics, new lyrics, and having them bring to life new songs and new music from the ground up. Yes, this results in a whole bunch of concerns around whether or not people have control over their own voice, the IP surrounding a voice, and also the creepiness of bringing someone back to life and having them rap a new song or sing a country song and they were a rapper back in the day. Like all of this is strange, but all of this is real. So we can put on our blinders and pretend it doesn't exist or we can put on our scientist hats and say, all right, let's figure this out. Let's test this. Let's experiment. Let's see how we can use these tools in our work, in our life, and in our careers. Now, I did a brainstorm session, and I wanted to understand and identify how these types of technologies could change everything. And I identified a handful of different applications that I believe are going to be feasible with these tech. The reason why I'm going to go even beyond just audio tech is because I'm going to include in the show notes a link to a tweet, a tweet that I sent out that incorporates that same AI-driven voice, but also a video, a video of me talking, but the video isn't actually me. It will look like me, but it's not me. You see, I was able to upload a still image to another site, DID, and within that site, they create avatars for you. They create avatars, they showcase your face, and they make you move, they make you blink, they move your head, twist, and turn. And it created an AI equivalent of Ross Simmons. I threw in the AI voice, and in a matter of seconds, I was able to put on a show. Now, don't get me wrong. I definitely use my hands to talk a lot more than in this video, but the technology is continuing to evolve. The continuation of this technology and the changes that are happening cannot be denied, and I believe it's going to change everything. Imagine a few of these ideas coming to life. The first one being AI-hosted webinars. Now, very easily could I take a script today of a concept, an idea, just like I did in the one that you just listened to, and upload it to one of these sites in that AI speak on my behalf about a concept that I believe in, a concept that is true to me, something that I really do think is worth listening. And it could host that webinar on my behalf. In addition, thanks to the video AI, I could even have my camera on, so to speak, but it not actually be me. And that webinar goes on and people listen, they consume the content, they enjoy the content, and they wouldn't know one way or another if it was Ross or if it was an AI. That is the power of these tools. But it's going to get even more strange. Imagine when this technology is able to listen and consume the content that you are saying. On the back end of it, it could be a chat GPT. And on the back end of that, when I send my AI to this webinar, if somebody asks a question like, Ross, what do you think is the difference between SEO-driven content and backlink-driven content, I will be able to have the technology say to its machine learning base or database, whatever, it will be able to cross-reference with the database and say, what is the difference? Describe it and use Ross's voice and his tone. 
and within a matter of seconds respond back to that question. The same way that ChatGPT responds back in seconds to a question that you ask, these AIs will be able to do it on our behalf. Imagine when people are no longer going to job interviews, but instead they send the brilliant AI to go on their behalf. And you're sitting there on a Zoom call trying to interview someone and you're asking them questions and the AI always is able to answer correctly because it's an AI. Now imagine for a second that the AI technology and the developers behind it were able to get even more sophisticated to a point where you would actually have to, this is where I think things might eventually go, where every AI tool, every AI technology will have to have what is called like a master word or something like that, where if this word is stated, you have to disclose whether or not you're an AI or not, or you have to disclose it right off the jump. I don't know. But all of this is going to be very, very wild, right? Because you can imagine the complexities and the dangers that this faces the populace. If everyone's able to send their AI to do an interview and the interviewee doesn't notice and the interviewee ultimately says, yes, this interviewer was great. They did an amazing job, but it was an AI and they approve him. Then that person ultimately is now going to get the job. That's wild. They get the job on the back of an AI knowing everything that they knew. And then that AI starts to show up to work, but it's still just an AI, right? This is going to be a fascinating time. Imagine also things got a little bit weird on the podcast side. The same way that you listen to a few minutes of a clip where it was an audio generated by AI, talk about content marketing and a bunch of things like that. Imagine for a second that your favorite podcasts were literally nothing but AI generated content. It's possible, right? It's possible for me right now with all of the content that I've produced to start saying, okay, team, take every blog post that I've written, upload it to 11 labs and have 11 labs create AI versions of my blog posts for podcasts. Just download a AI voiceover of a blog post that I've created, and we're going to upload them to Spotify, to Apple Podcasts, and we're going to let those things ride. Wouldn't it be fascinating? Here's what's even more fascinating. As I put these ideas out there to the world, I can say with confidence within the next three months, we're going to start seeing people do exactly that. We're going to start seeing people run full podcasts with nothing but an AI. Now, will we know? I don't know. I don't know. There was elements of my recording that I just shared that I think would have been a no-brainer that, okay, this is a natural language. But when we look at where things go in the future and as technology changes, I think it's going to be even more and more difficult to keep track and know whether or not it's an AI talking or if it's a human. We're also going to start to see AI-first YouTube channels. We're going to see AI-first TikToks. In fact, they're already happening. I was scrolling through TikTok just a few weeks ago because I was doing some research around a product and a project that we're working on at Foundation. And I came across a few accounts, a few accounts that were creating educational content with stock footage and stock videos. But in addition to that, the voice always sounded a little bit robotic. It was robotic because it was an AI doing all the talking. This account had over 40,000 followers and some of their posts had 20 to 30 to 40,000 views. Tons of people were consuming this content because it was valuable, it was educational, and while it may have been a robot's voice, people didn't care. 
They just wanted the content. They wanted the material. They wanted the insights and the stories, and it resonated with them. Another thing that I think is going to be real is more and more scalable accounts being created and that leading to AI-driven influencers. What do I mean? So imagine I go into MidJourney, which is an AI tool that allows you to create imagery. And I started to upload my photo and I said, hey, MidJourney, put me on a beach. Put me in Italy. Put me in France. Put me in New York. Put me in New Orleans. Put me in San Francisco. Put me in California. Put me in all these different places all over the world on a stage or with a microphone in my hand with a certain backdrop and try to make it consistent. And then in all of these images, all of these imagery, it looks like me and I'm constantly putting with it some audio clips of me saying certain things that I think my audience might like. Or maybe I could even tell it to create a selfie version of me. And then I hold that up to a site like 11 Labs and DID and I get it to animate me a little bit to a point where people think it's me talking in all of these different places, but it's not actually me. That is where things could go, and I believe that is where things will go. In addition, in a world where AI is able to take our voice, take our face, and create some out of a deep fake, we have the ability to also start seeing maybe someday these AIs will show up to meetings on our behalf, communicate on our behalf, respond on our behalf, have dialogues on our behalf, and maybe even get to a point where they We'll take notes on our behalf and then circle back to us with those notes, those action items. And if something isn't already in its database, is something that it knows, it takes it and it will share it with us and get that information. Some of you are probably listening to this saying, this is wild, Ross. This is a lot of tinfoil hat. None of this is going to be possible. None of this will actually come to life. And I hear you. I hear you in the sense that it's easy to become resistance to change. It's easy to resist the idea that technology is growing and moving this quickly, but it's moving faster than any of us could have ever predicted. And it's moving at a rate in which I believe is actually out of control, out of control to a point where the governments don't know what to do with it. The private sector doesn't know what to do with it besides continue to invest and continue to try to find efficiencies and ways to be more effective with it. The technologies are changing daily and regularly, and in many ways it's creating a true gold rush that our world has never seen before. Or scratch that, our world has seen before, but at a rate and a speed in which our world may have not seen before. It's going to be fascinating times, folks. I encourage anyone, no matter what space you are in, no matter how old you are, no matter what decade you are in into your career, to take some time to truly understand how this technology could have an impact on your day-to-day and how it might even be able to make you better. I see a lot of people resisting social media AI tools and content AI tools, and they brag online about how they're not using it because these tools can't replace me. These tools can't replicate my voice, blah, blah, blah. I hear them too. But I think it might be coming from a place of fear more than anything. And in those cases, I get it. It's fearful. It does make sense to be fearful. It is a real threat to our industry. It's a real threat to many careers. But what we also have to realize is that whether we like it or not, the technology is here. And the technology is going to influence us. So 
It's on us to ensure that the way in which it influences us, our clients, our markets, the spaces that we consume and the spaces that we make up, that it influences it in a way that we can be proud to say we were a part of the way that it came to life. It's not going to be easy, but I can promise you it will very likely be worth it. Thank you so much for listening. I'm Ross Simmons. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with one of your friends, your colleagues and peers. It'd be great for them to hear this too. And I think honestly, at the end of the day, one or two people can hear this and understand that AI is going to change everything and that they might want to adopt one or two of these tools into their processes and it can set them up to unlock new opportunities, new goals, a new trajectory of their career or their life. Then the job has been done successfully. Thank you so much for listening. Please, as always, share, like, comment, and subscribe, and I will see you on the internet. If you want to know how to create like the grades, let's break it down.